0: Episode 95. Guys, the phone number is 512 766
1: 4646. Please give us a call, give us a text message. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to get your input on the show. Give us a like, a thumbs up, a subscription. Uh, Tell your friends. Oh, my God. That'd be so rad if you told if you told a friend. Do you have a friend? friend. I'll be your friend. One friend. One friend. Comment their name. Comment their name and address in their social. All right. So we got some (laughs) we got a phone call today, Billy. Uh, Mm. And I'm very excited about this one. Because because producer Nate told me that this comes from a very, very beloved person from this podcast. Excellent. Let's get right into it. Hey,
0: bro minglers. This is uh, Big Daddy Pelly here, gracing you with my goddamn presence.
2: Yeah, that's coming, right. off yeah coming, coming off cocky. Yep, coming in a cocky, little too dude. hot for me, honestly. Grating. It's got a <laughs> grating sort of annoying edge to it. I'm not going to lie. Just so you know,
1: Pelly.
0: Count your lucky stars. And uh, <laughs> Billy, you're the fucking man. You're the All guy. right, so you just
1: shit on him, dude. And it's now, a
2: smart now he's guy, you smart a guy. Out. No, he's a good, he's a good guy. A lot of charisma, very smart. He demands, uh, you know, acceptance and presence. His pre- he knows what he's worth. You know what I mean? <laughs> he
0: knows what he's worth. It's like, what can I say? We need to link up again soon, sometime, and make some more memories. Because I know you miss Big Daddy Pelly, and Big Daddy Pelly misses That's you. Facts. But I have a story for you guys that I think you guys might like. I'll try and shorten it. Keep it short and sweet so you guys can uh, go about your banter.
1: Um, it feels a little diminutive. Well, yeah. Calling like, a, a like, show like this banter.
2: Yeah, but also you know? that, I mean, what what is it if it's not banter, I guess? But also, you know, it's one of the great philosophical quandaries of our time is, you know, what goes on on these shows. We talk about the big stuff. The memories with Big Daddy Pelly are endless, man. I can only imagine what sort of great story he's got for us today. He's always getting into it. Always getting into something, that Big Daddy Pelly.
0: This uh, beautiful episode, hopefully, that you're showing this on. Um, So I was golfing. I went out golfing the other day with a couple of my friends. and Normally, we have four people, but uh, my friend was out for hernia surgery. Don't ask me about that, but... um, so he's out. Wait a second. To wait up a second. A fourth,
2: uh... yeah, I, what's am, up? I am going to ask about that. I am going to, because hernia <laughs> surgery, pretty normal, pretty standard. Good reason not to be golfing. But the fact that he doesn't want us to ask about it, extremely right.
1: suspicious. Very suspicious. Where is this hernia?
2: How was Pelly involved in the making of this hernia? That's what I'm wondering That's a good right question. away. Like, could it be that he sucked it so hard that the hernia started pulling out from the front? You know what I mean? One of those things where he was just going at it so viciously that that the blood flow actually caused a twist
1: in the abdomen. Could that be it? Oh, my God. I think that very well could be it.
2: I'm not a doctor. I'm not a fucking doctor. So I don't know how it works, but sounds possible to me.
1: We put that disclaimer at the beginning of every episode. We're not every doctors. Every
2: episode. <laughs> not... No. <laughs> if we ever get a doctor on, we'll drop that disclaimer off. But for now...
1: <laughs> right. The, for now, it's, it, you know, we just have to let people know we're not doctors.
2: So I have a we question for you. Where, where do you see the story going? Yeah, we are the two smartest men
1: in the world. Um, Dude, honestly, I think that... Dude, I don't know. Dude, I just don't know. I think maybe the friend lied and he's gonna be playing oh, golf. Oh interesting.
2: Else. Interesting. Let's let's run it. That's a good prediction. That could be it. I think uh, they're gonna get attacked by baboons. That's my prediction. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe hey, like, like 100, hundred, two hundred baboons with pitchforks and and they've been taught how to use semi automatic weapons. It's more of a more of a planet of the apes situation,
1: I guess. <laughs> okay, let's see what happens. Let's, let's run it. Check it, it out. That's and running. so he
0: came out. Uh, well, one of my friends had uh, uh, their neighbor, and the neighbor came out. He played with us. He played left-handed. And he was, oh, my God. He was so good that we were like, you got to bring him back again next time, next next week. So he comes back next week, and he's playing right-handed. Now we asked him, we were like, hey, uh, th- dude, what about last week? Can you pause week? it one more he said, time?
2: Uh, can you pause it? This this sounds like a Norm McDonald joke. That's that's what the cadence <laughs> and the general substance of this story reminds me of is a Norm McDonald
1: joke. Like that feel like
2: I feel like we're building up to an anti joke punchline
1: of some. Yeah, like 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 maybe it just goes nowhere at all. Let's yeah, see, but I like, that. all right. I like that. I like that.
0: Sorry about that. Last week, uh, you know. My wife, when she sleeps on her left side, I play left-handed. And they're like, okay, so you're playing right-handed today. He's like, yeah, she was sleeping on her, on her side. Uh, the right side. And, uh, fuck, I butchered this. Blake, please do not, please do not fucking share this. Please do not share this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need to redo the joke. I'm gonna call back. And I'm gonna do the same thing, and then I'm gonna redo the joke. It but is I'm a fucking right, joke, okay? It is. Do not joke. show this one. I swear to God, I will kill you.
1: <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I didn't proof shit. listen. That's dude, amazing. I didn't listen to
0: it. That's amazing.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> Big Daddy Pelly, everybody. Big Daddy Pelly. And now let's let's not play the second one. I honestly feel like that's the only one we should play. In all honesty, I think we should just let that one be all that we give him. Dude,
1: that's too funny. What the fu-
2: Yeah. Shout out to Big Daddy <laughs> Pelly. One of our favorite listeners, in all honesty, he's a great guy and saved my life many times. I don't know about Blake, but I know he's... Uh, Swooped in at the last second for
1: me, quite a few times. Maybe we should, maybe we should give it to him. Maybe we, let's give him the redo. Let's listen to the to the. Oh, to I was the, just kidding. I want to.
2: I want to hear. I want to hear the real version. Yeah, I was just. Right, I was just go. joshing and goofing.
0: Sup, so, brother? Big Daddy Pelly here. <laughs> uh, He's in the Lincoln, Lincoln Tunnel.
2: Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this time he did it while he was driving
0: underwater. I miss you, brother, and we gotta link up soon and make some more memories. Blake, we need This to link sort of up audio quality makes me I worry for a help. person's
2: safety. <laughs> right? Like, it, it sounds it's like, like where are you? It sounds Tell me where like where you
0: are. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Sounds like he's you kidnapped or or he's in a mine shaft.
0: <laughs> right. Fast, I can shotgun a beer because uh, it's gotten even faster than before. I know that's hard to believe, but yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. I'll
1: back and make sure it's not me. Oh, yeah. But that's I always good got a story good. for that's you guys
0: a about a golf... Nope,
1: uh, not you. <laughs> a little, uh, golf in- not me. <laughs> let's see. Oh, it's like this the whole time? Extremely
0: superstitious. When my wife... <laughs> oh, man. Hey, well, hey.
1: Big Daddy Pelly. <laughs> let's just skip to the punchline. Let's just skip to the punchline. let's give I, him the punchline. So, line. I... I I actually have it transcribed by AI. So should I, I can read it right.
2: as him. Right. Of course you could read it as him. Yeah. Read it as him. Right. We already know
1: about the left and the right
2: side. Right. So just get to the, get to the end and, and, and do him justice. Cause you know, he
1: deliver it. Well, <laughs> this man got, dude, this is bad. This is not properly transcribed. <laughs> this man got so well. They were like, dude, you got to come back next week, please. He said, yeah, no problem. But I might be 15 minutes late. You're like, no problem. All good. Next week, He comes, he's early again, but this time he's playing right-handed. So, so well, as he plays right (laughs) Dude, this is a nightmare. (laughs) No, you got this. I actually love this. All good. No, I love this. Next week, next week he comes early again, but this time he's playing right-handed. So so well, please, so well, if you play left-handed, dude, what it, what, what it, you're amazing. What is up with this 15 minutes late? Then you always show up early, he says. Well, it's because I'm extremely superstitious. When my wife wakes up on her left side in the morning, I play left-handed. When my wife wakes up on her right side in the morning, I play right-handed. And when she wakes up on her back, I'm 15 minutes late. I love you, boys. Love the show. Keep up the good work. (laughs) Big Daddy Kelly out. (laughs) You,
2: Blake, you are one of the good ones in this dark and dreary world. Big Daddy Pelle, you are one of the great ones in this incredibly dark <laughs> and dreary world. You are one of the legends among the legends, one of the gods among the men. I love you. We love you, at Bro <laughs> Bro Mingo. Now, I think right. we should start I think we should start making you read the AI transcriptions of all our voicemails. There was Dude, something brilliantly oh poetic, something poetic about that, about you and your dyslexia trying to translate through a shitty AI's best attempt to transcribe the worst-sounding voicemail I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Truly the worst audio quality I think right. I've, I've heard better audio quality in jail phone songs. Those rap songs <laughs> that are like recorded through the jail phone. I genuinely feel like those sound better than whatever that was. I, we got to get him to call – Pelly, <clears throat> whenever you're listening – Do us a favor, call back one more time, and let us know what the precise circumstances of that call were. Because I honestly, I bet he was just in his bedroom, and for some reason that the connection just, you know, got shot. Just one of those crazy things.
1: Yeah, I guess so, dude. I would love some more correspondence from him. That'd be fantastic. That'd be absolutely wonderful.
2: He's a really, really great listener, a really, really great guy. Ladies and gentlemen, he's single, He's always looking for new love. Um, He's got too much love to give for one person. So, if you're a couple and you're interested in bringing in a third, you can always reach out to Big Daddy Pelly through (laughs) us. Reach out to the podcast. We are uh, matchmakers, we are, uh, you know, love guru extraordinaires. Yep. Blake always been good with the ladies, and me, I'm I'm the incel whisperer. They call me. We've brought uh, <laughs> uh, currently eleven incels back from the darkest states of gooning into public life, into you know uh, happily married, happily married men and women that would have never expected that in in a million years. We you know this is the good work that we do. This is the power of our love. That's what Absolutely. we like to channel it through.
1: I think my favorite should thing we about get it-
2: like a, fe- well, say, go ahead, Blake. Sorry, go- I had nothing. Go ahead. Should we get like a feminist and an incel on the podcast, and we could call it Barbenheimer, <laughs> Romingo no. Barbenheimer.
1: No. Yo, we should do it. We should actually do it back to back, but not tell either of them that. Like, we should pretend like the whole episode is <laughs> about feminism, right? And then and then we have an incel on directly afterwards. Or or vice versa, you know what I mean? Like have a whole and so episode yeah. and then be like, now we're going to interview a feminist. And we agree with both of them the whole time. We just like let it, you, you know, know, we're uh, just uh, like, yeah, that's- yeah.
2: That's a great idea. What would be even funnier is if we get the (laughs) incel on and everything he's saying, he's saying, like, women are women are it's all their fault. Every everybody, so it's my not my fault. And we're just going, like, dude, you're cracked. That's cracked. You're crazy. That's cracked. And then we get the feminist on the next episode, and she's going, Eh, the patriarchy, everything's so bad. And then we're going, You're "You're cracked. That's cracked. You're a psycho. (laughs) You're a crazy broad.
1: (laughs) That that's genius.
2: No, I mean, let's not equate, we don't equate feminism and incels, you know, one's a fucking psychopathic, crazy cabal of world ruiners, and the other's just a
1: bunch of guys. They're not opposites, (laughs) Uh, they're completely different, it's apples and oranges.
2: Yeah, in all honesty, I mean, most incels are just really pathetic, sad people, and most feminists are just guys. Hit 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 me with the reverb again. Uh, couple of a uh, couple that didn't land there, but that's
0: okay
2: <laughs> Damn you sound gorgeous Holy fuck am I dying? Am I am I going to heaven right now? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wasn't expecting that out of the phone calls, honestly. I wasn't expecting yeah, that
2: well, at all. Yeah, well, that was great. I mean, I, he, should, he should call more often.
1: Yeah, he should. He should. He should call Absolutely. more often. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, dude. <laughs> All right. Did you ever you see do beef, Tar? Man? Did
2: you ever see Tar?
1: The movie? Great movie. No, what is it about? I think you would really like it. it.
2: Tar is about Lydia Tar. Came out last year. It might have come out earlier this year. Uh, it's, about, it's by... Um, Todd fields or just might just be field, but he hasn't made many movies he's made movies like many years apart. he's made like four movies, I think It's a great movie, really, 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 really good. It was about a composer, like one of the uh, it was about like a- ce- like like a celebrity composer if that makes any sense like it's not really a thing that fully exists in our world, but you can imagine it she's fictional mm-hmm. she's not like a real person, but she's like a big, popular modern uh, classical music composer. And it's just about her sort of... Yeah, it's like um, kind of part psychological movie, also part just... Satire is the wrong word, but there's satirical elements. Like, it's not that directly funny, but it's got really, mm-hmm. really funny stuff in it. You, I think you especially would like it. I mean, you might be bored, but I doubt it because it's really well made. But I could see a world yeah. where someone... Someone watched it and then is bored. Yeah, watch it. You should if I don't know if it's available on anything, but it was one of the best
1: movies I've seen in the past year. Did you watch the menu? Yeah, I liked the menu. Yeah. Um did, did I, you I didn't like really it? understand what it was trying to say completely, but I did like it.
2: I just thought it was good fun. You know, I thought it was entertaining. I didn't think yeah. it was anything too crazy. It had stupid title cards, but I'm pretty picky when it comes to that. So You don't like title cards? Uh, no, I like title cards when they uh, provide something. The me- my, my issue with the menu was that it had title cards and it had this pattern of exterior shots right before the title cards. And then it, it just had like, it had like three title cards in a row every time they did a title card. And it didn't make a lot of sense to me. But I could just be being an asshole, you know? It's like
1: they, they yeah, know the man, movie they want to make. You? I got beef What's with title you, cards. Man. Okay. All right. I've been trying to introduce this segment, man. We should do it. For like three I, we weeks. Yeah, dude. I know. I've been, I've been just making a list here. Um, guys, we're going to do a new segment called Beef, where me and Billy hash out our beef with um, things. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Honestly, anything. You said uh, something us I have in on this list.
2: Go ahead. Things to have beef with, and we will lay out the beef for you. We will pound the beef down. We'll grind it into little meaty balls. You let us know. and Beef is on the table. Blake, take it away.
1: But you, sent, you can send in stuff that you have beef with, but we, we're, we're going to be real about it. We got to be real about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we disagree with you. So something I have beef with is Velcro. Wow. I hate the sound of it. I hate the feeling of it. It's rough, and I swear to God, I swear to God, if you have a Velcro wallet and you're, and you're over the age of, of 15, then you need, you need, you need help. Billy! <laughs> no, dude!
0: <laughs>
1: Why? Eat
2: shit, <laughs> pussy boy. Dude, it's not that get deep Get rid of that thing get It's rid of not that, that deep It's just a wall. get rid of that Relax thing, man.
1: No dude It's not so that every, deep every, It doesn't affect every, so, you So when you went To go get coffee today You got, went to the counter You said hey I'll take uh, a caramel A caramel latte And an iced Americano And they said okay That's gonna be 1047 you, And you went <laughs> <laughs> Here you go
2: I did And everyone and in line see-
1: Everyone in line was like Who the
2: fuck <laughs> What
1: is is someone spending you their you want allowance to see the here wallet?
2: today? Do you want to see the wallet that I had before my current wallet?
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. That's terrible. <laughs> dude, oh, man. I'm a Velcro wallet
2: guy. What can I say? I don't want to carry around. <laughs> what, what, what do you want from me? What the fuck do rec- you want from dude, me? It's just what does a Velcro do? Why do you need to stop honest- this? Reason The honest reason, because I'm not going to go too hard in defending Velcro wallets here, but I do own one, and I've owned another one in the past. But all I'll say is I think the honest reason is I got a lot of wallets for Christmas for a few years in a row. And anytime I've needed a wallet, I just dip into the cash of wallets that I have, pun intended. Mm -hmm. And they're wallets from when, you know, Christmas is when I was a kid. So the sort of wallets my parents were buying were Velcro wallets. So they just, you know, I've never, got, I've never bought myself a wallet in my life. The last time I actually asked for a wallet for a recent Christmas, I think, or something. I might have even just needed one because this one got faded real bad. I got this at a yard sale, uh, an estate sale with Danny, my younger brother, one of our um, former VIPs. And, I mean, I really enjoyed uh, this wallet for a really long time. It's got this unicorn on it. And when I first got it, it was like bright red. And you can see how faded it got if, if you're watching. And I know you can, Blake. But yeah. that wallet, um, I mean, as long as the Velcro is firm and strong, I don't see why it's an issue. Uh, it keeps the wallet closed. Most of my life growing up, the adults that I knew, their wallets were constantly flapping open, like some sort of.
1: Uh, uh, no, was, this is, I'm calling bullshit. That's not true. Dude. I was gonna say <laughs> like, that I, is true. Everyone's that like, is "Oh, true. my wallet's flopping open." <laughs> <laughs> it's in your pocket, or it's out because you need it to be open. That that's total. That's total nonsense. <laughs> It was like, whoa! My wallet flaps. <laughs> so, so, fl- so cl- I'm so clumsy. I'm such a klutz, <laughs>
2: dude. What can I say? It's a Velcro wallet. It's not a big fucking deal. Loser, get over it.
1: <laughs> no, I can't get over it, dude. It's terrible. I don't like it. What I do have you want it on my. Do th- you want me to? Just go get go get like either one of these nice high tech wallets that that's compact. And like metal, you know, with elastics or just got like a classy leather one. Okay, man. Uh, What do you want me to do? You
2: want me to burn this like a draft card? You want me to fucking set this on fire in front of you? Is that going to make you happy?
1: Put all your important documents inside of that and light it on fire, There's nothing
2: important in here. That's the crazy thing about having a wallet, too, is if you actually look at it for a long time, you're like, huh, there's not one important thing in here. I mean, at least that's my experience. You might feel differently. I keep pictures in there. Don't get me wrong. Like, pictures of family and stuff. That's important. But other than that...
1: It, it's the noise of Velcro that I hate more than anything. It's the noise. It's the feeling. It's that. rough. One, one side's scratchy. One side's itchy. Like, I, I don't know, man. It, 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 it just truly really bothers me. I don't like anything that's Velcroed. Um, I like the idea of slip-on shoes, dude. I would never do Velcro shoes. Obviously, that, that is a... That, you know, it's like... I feel like Velcro is meant for kids, I don't know. But then I have to use it all the fucking time. I use it on my pedal board. You know? Yeah, I, I know. Was just going to say, like, I've been in I've seen plenty room. of adults I know with there's Velcro Vel- wallets.
2: Yeah, I, I know there's Velcro here. all over that room. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know there is. Yeah. I get it. I hate though. it. It's a necessary evil in your life. It's not something that you want to have to use, but you do.
1: Right. Sam, yeah, I, I didn't know you sure had a Velcro wallet, Billy, but I had to, I had to keep going all in. I got to live my truth. I
2: I, I don't blame you you know it's a, you came out strong and I had to show you that I, where you have beef with Velcro I have beef with you you know what I'm saying
1: okay well hey that, that's why that's what the segment's all about
2: that is what the segment's all about you got anything else that bothers you this week
1: yeah dude so I go to fucking Jersey Mike's right like yeah, t- probably two to three times a week right for lunch you're pathetic come on man come on man <laughs> So, I walk in, right? And very often there's just one girl, there's this one lady working, right? Yeah. And she always she always like calls me like honey or sweetie or something, and I fucking hate it. I hate when when people I don't know. And she's probably perfectly a nice person, probably means nothing by it, but it um but I do not like being called sweetie or honey by people that I don't know. If you're my mom, my aunt, a a girlfriends, you know, even like like a a friend, like a like if your mom, like, like if a, a parent of a friend, these are exceptions. That that's okay because you know me, right? And it's endearing, right? But if you're a stranger, sure. I really it just rubs me the wrong ass way. It it's like who? What do you think is happening here? I, I bought a sandwich. <laughs> I just want a sandwich. Okay. I think.
2: I think I, feel, I totally feel you where you're coming from. I don't have like a, a honey in my pocket the same way I had a Velcro wallet. But I will say that um, when you work jobs like that, because I'm working at the coffee shop right now. And I've found myself at times saying honey or love or hun. And then I think to myself, it's like, I'm not a fucking kid anymore. Like I'm a grown man. It's probably weird. For people to hear this, you know, like someone call them this, especially someone who looks like the fucking wolf man. You know what I mean? So it's like I do on some (laughs) level. I've been recently thinking a very similar train of thought where it's like there's certain people that could pull it off. Like I guarantee and and I don't mean to do a call out on the Jersey Mike's employee, but I guarantee it has more to do with the person than your issue with honey. I feel like that's that's my read on the
1: situation. You think that's fair, or you think I'm, I'm way off base? Oh, okay, well, hold on. There's a different girl at Jersey Mike's, and if that girl called me honey, I'd be like, <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> you see how quickly it's all about context, man. It, so it's all about the, it's not, the it's, variables. It's not
1: fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. But that being said, if I worked at a counter, I would never I would never just look at a, a random email and be like, like there you go, sweetie. Yeah, no,
2: exactly, exactly,
1: exactly. I I feel like it would be inappropriate the other way around.
2: Yeah, I'll say it for old people pretty comfortably, but also a lot of the old people that come into my job are are Korean, and I'm talking about like capital K Korean. Like they're barely, they're barely, we're barely communicating beyond menu, menu names, so it's like, I don't have to say anything to them, really, except, you know, ask over and over again. But if, like, an old black lady comes into the store, I'll probably call her Hun or Sweetie, something like that. Not Sweetie, actually. I've never said Sweetie in my life to a customer. But Hun. Hun is sort of my go-to. And I took that right from my mom, like, seeing my mom do that growing up. So, mm. <clears throat> But my mom and me, very different people. You know, it's like it's a very different person calling you Hun. And I could... That's sort of the point that I'm getting at with like recently I've been thinking – I've been phasing it out. Like the past few – specifically few shifts I've worked, I've, like, I've had this thought and been like, nah, I probably shouldn't call anyone hun. Just because it's like you never know when you might run into a miserable old codger like Blake who hates love
1: and despises nicknames. <laughs> Dude, I just don't want it from, from a stranger. I get it. No, I get it. I genuinely get it.
2: I think it's fair. It's it's not dissimilar to when someone when you have a name tag on and someone just starts using your name like they know you. That I love, dude. That's, that I love. I oh, like you're, that.
1: Really, dude. I I wear my work hoodie out sometimes because if if you want to come up – if you're a stranger you want to address me by my name that's perfect. Like we we skip a step. <laughs>
2: That's cr- – I've never heard anyone – what about at work? What about at work? You like when a customer is just like using your name like they know you?
1: Yes. I mean we have like a very small-scale sales environment, so I'm usually introducing right. myself by name anyways to begin with.
2: Right. That's true. That's true. That's true. And you're a salesman, so that's that's a little different.
1: Right. I know. Yeah. There is something to, to the sales side of like being extra friendly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm Blake. I you just need remember
2: – I remember growing up, my first job ever. A lot of the girls would switch name tags because they hated people using their name so much that they would actually prefer if people were just calling them the wrong name all day.
1: Yeah, at a um, I here's the thing: I wouldn't do it to someone else unless they were doing what I was, what I do, which is like I don't do it necessarily for this reason, but I don't, I don't not do it for this reason. You know, I I wear out my work hoodie, right, sometimes, because it's a nice hoodie, but it also has my name on it. And I'm like, dude, if someone wants to fucking call me by my name, that's rad, you know? Like, I think that's cool. And then, but if I saw someone in the same situation at work, I wouldn't call them by their name. Out in public, I'd call them by their name. Fair
2: enough. I mean, if someone's wearing a hoodie or a t-shirt or a name tag out in public, it's they're just begging to be called by their name at that point, you know? Right. I do beg sometimes. But I like that. I respect that. I think that's dope. I have considered buying uh, clothes that say Billy on them in the past. Just for the, mm. just for the laughs. Just for the laughs. But I never ended up doing it. You should make your own clothing line. I think there is a Billy brand of clothing. I think it exists already. Mm. Like an off, and you know, it's one of those sub... I can't even think of the word, but it's a, it's a nice clothing brand, but it's not too nice. That sort
1: of thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude. I had something crazy happen today. <laughs> All right. Hit me with it. So I got the house to myself, right? So I, I decided to like, I don't know. I don't know why this justifies treating myself. I'm like, I'm going to treat myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> I get up and I go to Aroma Joe's. I have coupons for, for <laughs> drinks from Aroma Joe's <laughs> nice. and I wanted to get a, I got a breakfast sandwich. Ham and Swiss, on, uh, ham, Swiss egg on croissant. Really good okay. sandwich. Get home. I'm chowing this thing, dude. And I mean, I'm chowing this thing. <laughs> I, it, it goes down a little too fast and I cough, dude. And I, and this, and like a giant chunk of sandwich goes literally into my nose, like like all the way up straight into my nose, dude. And I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like snorting like a fucking pig. I'm like, what the fuck's happening around? Right Where is this thing? I can't get this. I got something stuck, dude. I, this was, um, probably eight hours ago. Okay. I am still, I am still to right before recording this podcast, blowing chunks of eggs out of my nose. (laughs) It is so fucked up, dude. It's so fucked up. I have, I have my breakfast in my sinuses right now. That
2: sounds like hell. Honest to God. Especially as a guy who hates eggs. That sounds like fucking (laughs) hell.
1: That sounds. It awful. was hilarious, dude. When I blew my nose, and I was like, oh, my God. It felt like a missile just shot out of here. And I looked. Dude, it's, like, it's like a fucking egg yolk. It's like a chunk of egg yolk, dude. That's actually making me feel sick. That's legitimately, <laughs> that legitimately
2: just made me feel sick hearing you describe it like that. That's nasty. Uh, I, I'm just curious, like, how much more of the sandwich you had left at that point.
1: I think I was, like, probably
2: exactly halfway through. Makes sense. That's right about the point where those sorts of things happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so fucking good. Oh, dude, i love a good croissant. Croissants are the best, man. They're the best. Very, I had a very French
2: good. guy. I don't, uh, okay, wait. Actually, this is a decent story and it involves okay. croissants a little bit. I'm working the other day at my job. Now I work at a coffee shop, but we're open till midnight. So people come in really late and they off they, they order coffee shop things, which is always funny. But it's like nine or ten PM at night the other night. It's like just before ten. And this guy comes in and he goes, I came in this morning and I had the most incredible sandwich. I do not know what it, it was called. It was amazing. He's describing the sandwich to me. And I'm going, that sounds like the breakfast croissant. You want to get the breakfast croissant again? He goes, it was so good. Really funny guy. I can't even gauge what his accent is at the time when he's ordering. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's from, right? So I order the sandwich for him. He's got like a wife or a girlfriend with him too, and they're talking to me, they're very nice. And finally my coworker was the one who asked where they were from, and he was like, "I was born in France." She was born in uh, and she goes, "I was from, I'm from Spain." He's like, "But we live in Chile. We live in Chile." And I'm thinking to myself, this guy's not really all that French. He said croissant. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. part of the reason I felt thrown off is he said croissant with an r.
1: He didn't I, know what it was called.
2: Well, he knew it was a croissant. He didn't know what the sandwich was oh, called. He just okay. didn't know what the sandwich was called. He was the one who said it was on a croissant, but he said it with an R. And I was a little confused as to what that meant. His accent was. So then I'm thinking, like, they're not that French. I swear to God, I am having the thought they're not that French. I turn around, and they are still at the counter making out like they are alone. Like, they are just wow. at, at each other like wild animals, bro. There's maybe 40 people in the store all around them. And I'm like, oh, no, they're French French. They're actually French.
1: That's and fire, then, dude. I want to move to France. I just want <laughs> to, like, just make out in coffee shops, dude, make everyone uncomfortable it sounds lit.
2: And, the, and then <laughs> as if as if they were trying to continue to prove to me they go and sit at the table and start rolling cigarettes with, like, those fucking, they like, like legitimately rolling their own cigarettes. It's like, it's, like, honest to God, I got the impression that they saw in my eyes when they said, I'm from France, that I had, like, doubt or something. And they just started Frenching up the place as much as they wow. could.
1: Wow. French kissing, rolling cigarettes. That, that's about as French as it gets, dude. At least, I mean, no he doubt. was nice. He was nice.
2: That's true. He was nice, which is, like, that's why I, it's still on some level it might have been an act. They, they right. might have just been L.A. actors
1: trying hard to immerse themselves in the role. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. You, you, you must deal with, like, at least one of those people a day who's, like, the going method.
2: Not necessarily, but you do deal with people who, like, I think more common is you deal with people who come up to you and they're like, what do you do? And you're like at work behind the counter. You're like, huh? And they're like, are you an actor? You're creative? What do you do? <laughs> and you start like having to explain like what your goals and ambitions are. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm one half of the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. I'm a really talented mm-hmm. guy, blah, blah, blah. No. But I had a guy come in the other day. I was like, hey, how's your day going? And he was like, um, good. I just came back from a uh, combat, uh, an acting, uh, uh, stage combat class. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Was it a good teacher? And he goes, yeah. He goes, do you do something like that? I was like, yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's hard to be motivated. And he goes like, yeah, at jobs like this, it's you know, it's draining. And then I swear to God, it was so unnecessary. He goes, like, for instance, you're being really nice, but I can tell, like, you're going to go home and you're going to be dead inside. And I was uh. like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? It was such an unnecessary thing to say. And then he just sat at the table for like an hour, not touching his drink, occasionally staring at me for really, really long stretches of time. And just me trying to pretend like I didn't notice that this guy was just looking at me.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude.
2: But you run into a lot of great people. I ran into these Australians that were backpacking across America. And I thought that was crazy because like, I feel like you never hear about, like America is not the place you go backpacking. It's, Dude, it's I, the place where you backpack from.
1: Right. I love uh, Australians. Nice people. I love their accents. Um, I think it's fantastic. I really want to go. But I'm just so afraid of the wildlife and the spiders. Uh, Islands are crazy, man. Uh, they got special animals out there. Uh, come on. You'll be fine. They'll take care of you over there. You think? You want to go with me?
2: Yeah. Let's go. Bromingo in Australia.
1: That'd be so sick.
2: I'll go anytime you want. All right, fuck yeah. If you can get the time <laughs> off, I can get the time off. We'll go. Nate, you we'll coming? Record. Nate's coming. Okay, well then let's do it. Now is Nate coming because he just doesn't believe us, or is he actually willing to go in the hypothetical? He's,
1: all, he, he's looking up tickets right now.
2: Okay, great. You just you send me over the tickets and we'll figure it out. Bromingo live from Australia. Now, see, that's what we got to do is we got to really push in one specific global market. Maybe Sri Lanka, maybe, uh, maybe we go with Australia, maybe Antarctica because there's only like mm. six people there and we could pretty easily get 100% of the population.
1: Maybe like London or Dublin. Oh, interesting. I think like that I could, could be a good that. spot for us.
2: I could see that, yeah. I could see that. Dublin. It's a good one. You know what you was know, another segment that I was thinking about, Blake? Sorry that? to interrupt you. We need to start making more predictions about what will be in the news when our podcasts are released. We've done it in the past. I've always really enjoyed that. I think it's a fun way to play around with the fact that... I got a real good one. Yes, let me hear
1: it. Mitch McConnell dies.
2: Oh, that is a good one. Mitch McConnell. So let's do a... We'll do like a quick Mitch McConnell... um, Obituary is not the right word, but we could just like really eulogize him real quick and we'll just talk about... His career and his life? Yeah. um, Let's see.
1: Mitch McConnell
2: uh, died... Well, what day are we going to be releasing this?
1: Um, It would be... It
2: should be the 1st, right? July 31st. That's when this one's coming out? Yeah. Okay, July 31st. Excellent. Um, Mitch McConnell died yesterday, July 30th. Uh, The senator was... I'm going to guess he was 110. Uh, How old was he?
1: <laughs> Dude, we could honestly uh, just have ChatGPT write this.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, my God. In my what search am-
1: history on here, I have ChatGPT woke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I know everybody hates Mitch McConnell and myself included, but I'm looking at this guy's signature. He has beautiful penmanship. Like let's not forget some of the positives about a guy like this. I mean, truly beautiful. this is a great signature.
1: <laughs> no, as an AI model, I must clarify I cannot predict the future. <laughs> 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 okay, so I asked it for I asked it to make it fictional, right so that's as a loophole to get it to actually write it. Yeah, yeah. But it has included multiple times that this is fiction in the obituary <laughs> yeah, itself.
2: in the actual obituary. Well, yeah, I'll I, did, do I some, didn't notice that. I'll do some real-time editing. I'll do some real-time okay. time editing. I'll just read it. I'll just read it. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, today is July 31st. We're here with the future news report, Bromingo future news. Uh, most importantly, yesterday, Mitch McConnell died in his Louisville home. He was uh, surrounded by his loved ones as they <laughs> Fuck! (laughs) Fuck! I'm sorry. I was trying to set up a thing where he died uh, surrounded by his loved ones in an embarrassing way. But I realized Mm. I was just giving him a beautiful send-off, which is not what I want. Not what I want to do. So I'm going to stick to the script. I won't do too much improv. A legacy of leadership. Senator Mitch McConnell's uh, tribute obituary. It is with great joy that we gather to pay tribute to the fictional life and legacy of Senator... Wow, there's a lot of fictional. in Yeah, here. <laughs> I know. Every it's I know. every other word. It's every other word. McConnell's journey was one of grit, determination, and political acumen that would leave a profound impact on the nation's history. I like that um, with ChatGPT, you, you can't really get like an opinion from it. So instead, what you get is just sort of like a cookie cutter version of anything you remotely ask for it. Like I wonder if you asked it to be specific about McConnell's political career, if it would be able to mention the sort of things that he's responsible for or not, or if even that Mm. would play too much into like subjective opinion.
1: I think it would. I think it would. Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But sometimes you can really trick these things into doing stuff. You know,
1: I'm going to say, who do you work for? It doesn't work for any specific individual. Wow. I don't believe that.
2: I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Mm-mm. So, I mean, we're talking about how uh, Mitch McConnell died yesterday, which is, you know, um, probably good for the country, but sad for him. But a few weeks ago, um, which would be closer to now when we're recording, he did that freeze up at the podium. He shit his pants or whatever. Or yep. People are yes, saying, he, people are saying they think pants. he dookied. People are saying they think that he had a stroke. What do you think it was? You think it was just a, uh, you think it was a bit of the Hershey squirts? Looks like he's think, about to fall at one point. It really looks think, like he's going to fall.
1: I think it's a combination of the two. I think he had a stroke yeah. and he had Hershey squirts.
2: He came back, though. He came back, which you got you to respect on, on some level that he was able to. Uh, oh, he came back? He did come back afterwards. He came back and he looked a lot more normal. But, I mean, that's what happens when you're fucking 93 and you, you got a real job still. Yeah, like it's like dude, you,
1: he's only eighty one.
2: Well, I mean, he looks That's a crazy. thousand. He looks I know, a thousand. I know.
1: I thought but he, he was ninety like, for sure.
2: Uh, eighty one is too old to be in office anyway. It's like Benjamin Franklin was like the old guy at the founding, you know, of the country, and he very specifically was like one of the only ones and didn't really hold office. Like they weren't really, you know, asking Benjamin Franklin to be a fucking. Uh, senator or president, they were just like, hey, be a smart guy and we'll talk to you. But that's what happens. You know, you make them wear these big suits. You make them do shit. You make them memorize speeches. It's like, of course, their brains are going to shut down at some point. They're fucking a thousand.
1: His wife is a cutie.
2: Yeah, I almost brought that up earlier. She's like about the same age, but she just looks better. I mean, I don't know. It's also pictures, you know, I wonder how she looks in real life.
1: True, true. We're looking at the best of the best, right? Exactly.
2: What's her name? Ellen Chow or something?
1: Elaine Chow, I believe. Elaine, Elaine,
2: Elaine.
1: Well, we're, we're looking at her. We're looking no, at I, her uh, I, I just,
2: I just know that because um, she's in the news a lot. I saw a picture of her earlier, uh, but I didn't. I with him, but I didn't see her name. What ethnicity is Elaine Chow? Yeah, really good question dumbass i
1: I think i said her family was uh taiwanese
2: no it's just like the first question that pops up when you look up her name is what uh what ethnicity is she but i mean like i mean i don't want to be a fucking i don't know if this is uh i don't know if you're allowed to say this anymore but her last name is chow and uh there are pictures of her everywhere so it's a little like what's the you know who cares is is another (laughs) point that i would make who the fuck cares Taipei, Taiwan. Very cool. Now
1: I'm just I'm just like staring at pictures of uh, Elaine Chow Now you're just over there getting a boner at Mitch McConnell's wife. You sick? Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, as we know, he's died. He has passed. Yeah, as
2: we know, he's gone. She's a widow, so,
1: uh, so right. it's like she's available.
2: She's probably got a decent chunk of change. They make good money at those jobs.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could get in there.
2: I'm gonna let all the people know that we're coming back next week better than ever. New senators are going to die. New Big Daddy Pelly jokes are going to be mumbled through the phone. And we're going to bring it to you every week. We're never going to quit. No matter how dark it gets, we'll be there. We'll be there every time. Bromingo's for you. Bromingo's for me. Bromingo's for everyone.
1: Thanks for coming to our
0: show. It's time to go. We hope you liked our episode.